bringing you some of the best speakers and teachers from across the globe. Their words inspiring you towards your best days. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Speakers Hub. Good morning. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. And I'd like to welcome you to another Speaker Hub. My name is still Chris Jags. I'd like to know and ask how you're doing today. I have an incredible week so far. It's always good to ask how someone is, how they're doing, and if there's anything you can do for them. So I hope you're good. For the episode, we have the incredible Marissa Peer, a true master of the mind. Marissa will explain why your mind will believe absolutely anything that you tell it, and exactly why. Here is Marissa. So... I've been a therapist for 33 years and I really do understand language patterns. But I also have a great belief that you cannot fix what you don't understand. You certainly can't heal what you don't feel. So what I'm going to do with you today is I'm going to take you first through the rules of the mind. They're my rules of the mind. I, I made them up. But I made them up over 33 years. And somebody said to me once, well, who are you to make this up? I went, well, someone's got to do it. I think 33 years of working with royalty and Olympic athletes gives me the right to say, these are the rules of the mind. And if ever you're stuck with a client, stuck with a child, stuck with an adult that needs some help, and you think, oh, I don't know what to do take them through the rules of the mind because it actually blows their mind. They go, well, I never knew that. I didn't understand that. And we will come after the rules of the mind to language patterns. Now, I've given you some slides on language patterns that are really for young children, but they also are very effective for adults. So let's do a quick little language thing right now. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to go... I'm going to try to remember these rules of the mind. I'm going to try so hard to memorize it. If only I could memorize that document. I wish I had a better memory. I hope I can remember that when I'm working with my own client. I really hope I can do what she does. I wish I could do it. I hope to do it. I'm going to try to do it. I really want to do it. And just focus on how you feel when you use the word wish, which is wishy-washy. I don't like wish. Wishing says to your mind, you haven't got a prayer, but you might as well wish. Because wishing just says, you're not going to do that. Oh, I wish. No one says, I wish I could get up in the morning and clean my teeth. I wish I could pick up that pencil and write a note. You don't say wish. You go, I'm doing it. So when you say to the mind, I wish I could, it says, yeah, me too. Get over it. When you say to the mind, I hope, I hope I get this right, it goes, yeah, well, keep hoping because you're not going to do that. When you go, if only, your mind goes, well, you never managed it before, so keep on with the if only, why don't you? But when you do it differently, close your eyes again and go, I will memorize this. It's going in. I have a phenomenal memory. My memory is awesome. I read things and they empower me and they stick. I am remembering it all. I do this. I've got it. I have a phenomenal memory. I have incredible powers of recall and assimilation. And I remember everything. It has a totally different effect. And so you learn with language. I never let my clients say wish. I won't allow them to say the word but. I could do that, but no, we never say but. We also never say should. 
My therapist said to me, excuse me, swearing, should is shit, and never use that word. I should, I see, I could, I should go to the gym, I could go to the gym, but I know it's my fault. I'm not making the effort. So with young children, just changing one word will change their life. I'll give you an example. My little girl would go to school, and she'd get to the gate, and she'd come back. And I'd always say, what have you remembered? Could have said, what have you forgotten? There's only two words. What have you remembered? She goes, I've remembered my swimming kit. I've remembered my book. I've remembered my peak. I go, that's fantastic. You have such a great memory that when you get to the gate, you remember and back you come. And very quickly, she didn't have to come back because I never said, what have you forgotten today? Oh my God, your mind is like a sieve. What's wrong with you? You get to the gate. And I never do that. And you forget, why can't you be like me? I have my little bag by the door. I put everything the night before. And I never did that. I said, what have you remembered? So here's just one word. And my clients really taught me the power of words because I'd see the ones who'd come and go, I wish I could do that. Oh, thanks, Marissa, for all this. I could do that, but I know I ought to do that, and I should, but. And so I started banning words. I said, when you come in this office, you're not allowed to go wish, but hope. I work a lot with infertile women, and the ones who don't get pregnant always say that, I, I wish I could get pregnant. And then when they get pregnant, they say, I'm so scared of losing it. I'm not going to tell anyone just in case I lose it. I'm like, well, but what are you saying to your baby? It's in the womb. The most developed sense is hearing. I'm not even going to tell anyone you're here because I have no faith you're going to make it. I go, How about sending the scans out to your parents and showing them, this is my baby. It's staying. My body made it. My body is so super smart. My body is going to carry this baby to full term. This is my one chance in the world to be God. I'm making a miracle here. And my body is growing that baby physically and I'm growing and nurturing that baby emotionally and every day I tell it, today your spine is forming. This week your mouth and lips are forming and your ears are forming and it sends a message to the brain that goes, this is working, whereas running to the bathroom every hour to just see if you're spotting, saying, oh, I'm really scared of losing it, sends a message to the mind and one of the rules of the mind, and it's the best rule, is that Every thought you think and every word you say forms a blueprint and your mind must work to make that blueprint real. So when you say, I can't remember anything, I'd lose the eyes in the back of my head if they weren't fixed in there because I just can't remember anything. Your mind goes, that's a blueprint. Let me take you to it. And when you say, my memory is phenomenal, Foolproof. In fact, I'm like human Google. When I read an exam, the minute I read the question, my mind has already gone to work, found the answer, and I, it stays in my head right through until I write it on the paper. Then I read the next question, the same thing happens. As I read the question, Google says, here's the answer. I work with children all the time with exam stress, and they come in. I was a little boy last year who had... um I think there were 17 children applied for every place in his school. 
And he flunked the mocks. And I'm like, darling, you're supposed to flunk the mocks. It's great to flunk the mocks. You know what mocks are, don't you? Oh, so in England, when you're taking an exam, you have a mock exam, maybe six weeks before you take the exam, just to see how you do. And then they say, well, you did terribly, you did really well. And because you did really well, you're going to pass that exam. And because you did terribly, you're going to fail. In fact, the ones who do well in the mocks get so complacent They often don't do so well in the actual exam. And the ones who do badly think, wow, I need to up my game. I need to revise more and study more. So when he came in and said, my mummy was so upset because I got really bad marks in the marks. I went, that's fantastic. What were you worse on? He said, the, 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 the writing, what did you do? So I didn't read the instructions correctly and I didn't use the right words. But that's fantastic. In fact, what I'll do is, his name is Isaac. If on my website, marissapeer.com, I will put that, um, video up and you can watch me working with a small child using language. Just go to marissapeer.com. We'll put that up in a couple of days. And so I said, that's fantastic. So what did you need to do? And just by changing his language, I didn't use the right words and explained to him that he could do it and telling him that his mind was like Google. Then I was asking him some questions about Harry Potter. And I said, how do you know these answers? Have you studied Harry Potter? He went, no. I just really like it. I said, well, see how clever your mind is. So when you're working with a kid that says, I don't know, ask them about James Bond. Ask them about something that they like and go, how do you know this? They go, I don't know. How do you know? Wow, you're so smart. Because when they like something, they remember. And part of school is liking something. So with this little kid, he got into that school. I knew he'd get in because he came in like that and he left like that. He was like, I'm going to nail this. I know what to do. My mind is like Google. And I will say to all my clients, whether they're a seven-year-old taking an exam or someone taking a medical exam or the bar, I say, whatever you're reading, your focus narrows down. You say the word narrow down. And when you say narrow down, everything fades away. You're absorbed in that paper. You have phenomenal powers of concentration, comprehension, recall, retention, and assimilation. And I, I say words that help you do the next one. Comprehension, comprehension, retention, recall, assimilation. I say it over and over again because the mind believes what you tell it. So let's go through the rules of the mind. Here is the first one. What is expected tends to be realized. When you say to a child, I don't know what's wrong with you. Your brother was in my class last year and he was so good. Why can't you learn? Why can't you sit still? Why are you so disruptive? What is wrong with you? You're making words that form a child's blueprint. And exactly the same for adults. I'm referring this a lot to children. But for the therapist here, those children come in as your clients. But it's just the same for adult. If, if your boss says to you, uh, uh, can you do this? And you go, oh my God, I'm going to have to race through it. And I'm going to have to rush it. I haven't got enough time to prepare. I know I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to go on stage, open my mouth and go, oh, oh, oh. I look like a complete retard. Well, when you say that, it tends to be realized. And here's one of my favorite rules of the mind. The mind responds to words that make a picture. 
So in America, they were giving these kids pencils called don't do drugs. And as they sharpened them, the word don't disappeared. And they said, do drugs. Not very smart. Needed to put that the other way around. What is expected tends to be realized. When a child is doing something like climbing a tree and the mother goes, you're going to fall, you're going to break your leg, oh my God, you're going to break your ankle, you can make that happen. And when you say to the child now, I know you're climbing the tree, look where you're putting your hands, look where you're going to place your feet, focus on what you're doing, that will be realized. So in powerful language, you can never say you're going to fall, you're going to mess that up. You're going to ruin everything. That's just not going to work out. You have to say the opposite. Okay, I've only got 10 minutes to prepare my speech. I only need 10 minutes. I've only got 10 minutes to get there. That's exactly how much time I need. And if I'm late, I wasn't supposed to be there on time. I have a belief now when I get to a party late, it's because it wasn't, I wasn't meant to get there early. I no longer go, oh my God, I'm so late. This is going to be terrible. In fact, I was recently going in a cab across town to get a train to work with a football team. And we got stuck in traffic. And so I was playing a game. I thought, oh my God, I'm going to miss the train. This is terrible. I'm going to ruin my reputation. The team are going to be so upset. And I felt really sick. And then I started to say, the trains run every 20 minutes. It doesn't matter what's 20 minutes. My material is so great. They have lots of time. After all, they finish um, practicing at three o'clock. And, and it was fine. So all the way there, I was playing a game and I actually got the train on time, but they really wouldn't have minded. But I could have ruined my day, made myself panicky and sweaty by going, oh my God, I haven't got enough time and now it's all ruined. And it's never ruined. You can come back from anything. That video can be found on YouTube and is called Reprogram Your Mind Through Affirmations, Marissa Peer. And it's published by the Mind Valley Talks YouTube channel. If today's episode has given you that missing inspiration that you may have needed to kickstart your day, week, month, or even your life and make you want to take control, come and book a free call right now. 30 minutes, one-to-one -one on your LDL Power Call. Get yourself over to ldlcall.com and book that time slot for you. And let's see what the Learn Development Method can do for you. That is everything for me from the episode. I'll be back tomorrow for more, so I'll see you in the next one. You have the confidence. You have the talent. Now let's get the two working together. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find more motivation and inspiration at learndeveloplive.com. And we'll be back to inspire you again tomorrow.